Well, hello and welcome back to the Anchor of the Week, where we have hard conversations, hear people's stories, and challenge perspectives. I'm Courtney. And I'm Zach. And we have an incredible episode for wow. you today. Yeah. Uh, we are here in Oslo interviewing people. We randomly came up to a protest, and today we are here to talk about Ethiopia's invisible genocide. Yes. Um, it is something that we did not plan on talking about. No, not at all. This is completely off the cuff. Um, but... Wow, what a conversation we yeah. just had. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, again, we saw this protest. We went up to figure out what was going on because you know that we do love a, we love a protest. Oh, we do. Um, and honestly, hearing these people's stories of the genocide going on in Tigray broke our hearts. Yeah. And we were able to talk to someone um, from Tigray, actually, that has family there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a really great episode, guys. So make sure that you listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, because honestly, we need to do we're, something about yeah, it. We really do, man. And it's so yeah. hard to, it's really hard to understand fully where these guys are at because we're not in these situations. But it's so far removed. It's so hard to comprehend. Yeah. And honestly, it's really moving. So, yeah, um, yeah we're going to dive into the conversation. Um, we're going to see what um, you, you bebe, I think I pronounced that right. But, um, yeah, what he has to say, and then we'll chat about it afterwards. Right, we are here with Yubabe. Am I saying that right? Is that right? Really? Yes, yeah. cool. Um, we came across a, um, is this a protest? Is that a good way to explain what this is? Protest? Yes. Um, and we were really intrigued at what's going on. We're going to have Yubabe just explain what it is. But um, yeah, first of all, this is Yubabe. Do you want to just explain who you are and give us a little brief background on, on who you are? Yeah. My name is Yubabe. I live uh, here in Oslo, in Norway. Uh, it's been 20 years since I started living here. Wow. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I am from uh, uh, Tigray, which is the northern part of Ethiopia. Okay. Uh, to the north is Eritrea from Tigray. Okay. So we share border with Eritrea. And uh, we are here demonstrating uh, against the Ethiopian regime and the Eritrean regime mm. uh, who are uh, blocking our people from getting services. Uh, even humanitarian aid is not flowing to the people. All pub public services are shut down. Uh, electricity, telecommunication, banking, and everything. Fuel, medicine, nothing goes into these people. So we are effectively besieged, not only by Ethiopian government, by Eritrean government, by Ethiopian government, they have surrounded 7 million people. And um, this case has been discussed in the UN Security Council. But because of Russia and because of China, it was not made official because they are working with the Ethiopian government. Right. So effectively, there is genocide in this part of uh, uh, the continent. And that is the reason we are demonstrating Wow. Uh, for the siege to be, uh, or blockade to be broken. Yeah, wow. So just to understand it a little bit more. Um, so the government are very involved with this, right? They are just pushing this onto the people. Is exactly. that right? Exactly. Yeah. The government to its own people. Right. Because of their ethnicity. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because in the north, you know, the, the people uh, are called Tigrayans. They have their own language, culture, and history. So... The Ethiopian government, which is strangely led by a Nobel Prize winner, 2019 Nobel Prize winner, okay. wow. is committing this genocide. Right. 
Wow. Yeah, he came to Norway in 2019 and he got Nobel Peace Prize. Wow. And this person, together with the dictator Eritrean uh, government, have blocked our people. There was war. Uh, I think Tigray was on the news. More than 120,000 women were raped. Hundreds and thousands were killed. Infrastructure was completely ruined. And uh, a lot of uh, manufacturing uh, industries, uh, public services were looted to Eritrea. So it is very strange. Uh, I mean, this was on the news in yeah. CNN, The Guardian, The Globe. Uh, yeah, World News has reported it. Uh, in fact, it was reported uh, late. Uh, this time around, the people have uh, liberated most of their area, but they, are, they could not be connected because they are surrounded by oh. hundreds of thousands of army from Eritrea and from the Ethiopian side and from the Sudanese side. Therefore, people are starving to death. And already, uh, a university in Belgium called Ghent University has studied. And up to March 2022, already 500,000 people have died wow. because of hunger and lack of medicine. Wow. Yeah. This is the dire situation we are in, yeah. Yeah. and we are demonstrating for that. Yeah. And when did all of this start? Like, why, what was it? Like, when did it start? You said about two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So was it a political shift that started it, or what? Was there anything that put this into motion? Exactly. Because in Ethiopia, uh, there came a change of government. There were protests all, and all that. And uh, one person came uh, in the name of reform. He came to the helm, to the power, and this person preached peace, love, friendship, and all that, until the Nobel Committee, <laughs> imagine, awarded him peace prize. But he went on uh, making, uh, befriending with the, the Eritrean dictator, Isaias Aporki, mm. and then Isaias had a grudge on the people of Tigray because some 20, uh, in 1998, from, from 1998 to 2000, there was a war between Ethiopia and Eritrea in that part of the continent. Mm -hmm. And Isaias was terribly defeated. Therefore, he was always waiting for a good day to revenge on those people. Wow. Yeah. And then these people matched uh, the Ethiopian dictator because uh, he was in fear that uh, the elite from that part of the continent would, would take the power mm. from him. Wow. So they aligned together uh, to commit genocide on the people of Tigray. Wow. First, it was military aggression. They succeeded, and all parts of Tigray were effectively under their control. Mm. Uh, as I said, the raping, the looting, the vandalization, and the killing was there in mass. So the people reacted and uh, started fighting against these uh, invading armies. And they succeeded uh, liberating about 80% of their area. Wow. But the enemies now surround them. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. and uh, it's quite uh, known, uh, uh, you know, in the world, especially the UN is following it, but there is no solution up to now. Mm. Now the problem is people are dying of hunger, mm. yeah. lack of medicine, no fuel, no electricity, no telephone. Yeah. Seven million people. Imagine. I heard as well no internet, like no... No internet, absolutely. So they have no contact to anyone outside. No way. Wow. It's now it's more than a year since uh, I called to my relatives. I don't know whether they live or not as we speak now. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, this is, this is the situation we are in. Mm. And many people are traumatized. Yeah. 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 We, we don't know. We only hear from some aid agencies which are there that many people are dying every day. So this is a, a terrible situation yeah. the people are in. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, it is clear genocide. Yeah. You know, the world said never again to the Rwandan genocide. But it is happening again. It is happening. Yeah. yeah. And but no one's talking about it. No one is talking about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. It's very sad. And you said something um, that the it was kind of like a fear of losing power. Yeah. Is what is that what kind of what you would say is like the underlying roots that the the dictators and the ones that Definitely. you know got together. Yeah. It's a fear of losing power oh, over people. Exactly. Yeah. 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 In fact, uh, you know, uh, the elites in the north uh, actually. Uh, there was a uh, liberation movement that started from the north before 47 years. Wow. By then, Ethiopia was ruled by a military regime, communist military regime called Mengistu Haile Maria. Okay. He was very fascist. He was supported by the then Soviet Union, East Europe, and so on. Okay. Uh, hundreds of thousands have uh, died at that time. Uh, he was killing people on the street and all that. So, uh, a liberation movement started from that area. And before 32 years, 31 years, you know, the Mengistu Haile Maria military regime was won by the movement from the north. Wow. Yeah. And these people, uh, together with other people in Ethiopia, they established uh, government in Ethiopia. And uh, the country was in peace. Even though there were some problems, you know, constitutionally, uh, the country was in peace and there was a lot of development works, especially in the infrastructure, education, health. So they were really progressing. Very. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, uh, people in some parts of Ethiopia started protesting again. Uh, yeah, for many reasons. Then uh, this person, the Ethiopian leader now, he was even part of the ruling mm. uh, party. Mm. He was a minister at that time. Mm. And, you know, he twisted and came back as a reform leader. Mm. So that government peacefully, peacefully left the power to him. So he took power peacefully and then he preached, as I said, peace, love, harmony and all that. Mm. He was looking archbishop or uh, a monk, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I told you, this was how he got the Nobel Peace Prize. Goodness. Immediately he started fearing that the liberation movement always, always starts from the north, from Tigray. Mm. Therefore he said, these people will snatch power from me. Mm. Therefore I should weaken them mm. and all that. 
So, as I said, yeah. the Eritrean leader had a grudge. You know, he, he, he was keeping time to revenge on the people of Tigray. And then they marched together, they conspired together, right. they surrounded the region, and wow. we had no army at all in Tigray. We have only about 10,000 police. Wow. So, in November, uh, November 4, 2020, 600,000 army from Eritrea, from Ethiopia side, started storming and invading Tigray. Wow. With no warning or no... At all. No. Wow. So they were, uh, uh, you know, they had some pretexts and uh, all that, but that was fake. They were yeah. saying this army was attacked and all that was completely fake. Wow. Because when Tigray was effectively surrounded by this army, then some Tigrayan police, you know, took action on those who wanted to, to uh, you know, to kill the leaders of the region. Mm. That was after Tigray was completely surrounded. Wow. So using that as a pretext. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as if Tigray started the war, you know, as they if, have yeah. already effectively surrounded and they started, you know, coming. Right. Okay. After that, they were not uh, after the uh, lead leaders or after the uh, police. Mm. Immediately they started the people. killing people, raping women. Civilians. Civilians. Yeah. Infrastructure. Do you, do you think that the people um, of Tigray, like, did they at first trust the government, you know, that they, or was there a miscommunity, like, misinformation? Were they told, they, were they accepting that the government was going to come or, like, the army was coming to protect them at all? Or did yeah. they know right away that it was... The, the, the people had no reason that they, they would be attacked. Right. The people couldn't think that. A government right. inviting another government, right. a foreign government, you know, <laughs> to yeah. kill the people. Yeah. Nobody imagines this. Yeah. Nobody imagines. So people could have expected maybe they are trying to chase or maybe to uh, take, uh, you know, to jail the leaders or the, the those who were, uh, you know, the police and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the maximum they could think. Yeah. How come yeah. 600,000 army stormed to a small region of 7 million people and start shooting from the first person? Yeah. You know, they get as they cross the, 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 the border. Wow. So many people died. Yeah. Yeah, many, many, many people. Mm. So, and uh, now, uh, because they were effectively, you know, pushed out of most of that area, now the strategy is besieging Tigray, uh, you know. So we are choked. Mm. Nothing, no electricity, as I said, no bank, no telecommunication, no humanitarian aid, no medicine, no fuel. Imagine seven million people. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, you guys are here today. Is there anything? I mean, because I'm stood here, like I wish I could help. You know, to whatever I can do in terms of that. Yeah. What's What's our role then in in this? You know, how do we make a stand and step into the, trying to help this sort of situation? Because I think something like this is so extreme, so big, that we all have a role in this and and, and finding a solution. Because it's not, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'd lo we'd love to know how yeah, we can yeah, play yeah, our part yeah. in this, you know? I understand. Thank you very much. And that's the most important thing, you know? And that's what humanity is, really. Mm. So I think the way you can help is, you know, by spreading the news through the social media and uh, through all means. Because governments already know and they are trying. Yeah. But, you know, governments have their own interests. Yeah, it's... You know? Yeah. For example, they tried taking this case up to the UN and it was discussed in closed doors for 14 times. Wow. 14. Yeah. Wow. But Russia and uh, China blocked you know, not to be this one official in the Security Council. They blocked it. They were, for many times, they were saying this is internal affairs, we don't interfere and so on, you know. And lastly, uh, when people started dying in mass, you know, uh, many of the Western countries wanted this one official in the UN, mm. then closed door or um, what they call it under any other, under any other business. Mm. They, they call it like that okay. in the okay. UN. Right. You know, they discuss, but they don't make it official. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, uh, it was not official because uh, of uh, Russia and China involvement. So we don't expect much from governments. Western governments are trying their best, sending uh, humanitarian aid and medicine, but the Ethiopian government has blocked it. Wow. Yeah. But wow. this government is also begging for uh, development aid and, you know, budget aid from Western governments. Right. <laughs> A paradox. Yeah. Very yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. So uh, people like you, if you could, for example, you know, distribute this information yeah, to the public the with whatever means you have, mm -hmm. then when when people get informed all over the world, you know, they can press their own governments to go further, right. you know. Right. Because in Rwanda, how many people died? 800 something thousand, uh, 800,000 people. Mm -hmm. But Integrai, as I said, it's not my data. It is University of Ghent's data, Belgian University. Up to March, I can give you the reference if you wish. Mm -hmm. Up to March, 500,000 people died because of famine and because of lack of medicine. Wow. Mm. After that, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the genocide has happened already. Mm. And 120,000 women are raped from age of uh, four years up to 85 years. Yeah. Even nuns. We're raped. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, if this could be, for example, you know, distributed uh, to the to people, I, I I believe in people. You know. Yeah. 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 Because people understand the pain, mm. and they can press their own representatives. You know, in sure. every country's parliament or right. say yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that uh, we get the rest of them. Yeah. Now the damage is done already, but to get some, mm. yeah. still it contributes. Yeah. Yeah. This is how I think. Yeah. yeah. Is this um, this group here that you've got? Is it is everyone from um, how do you say it? T T Tigray? Is that right? Tigray. Yeah. Tigray. Yeah. yeah. Um, is everyone from there, or have you got people as well who are just supporting yeah, this as well? Yeah, most of them from Tigray. Right. But also, we have people from Eritrea. Uh, you know, opposition to the dictator. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are very sympathetic to us. Yeah. Uh, because they themselves uh, left their country 
because of uh, you know never ending military service and all sure, that sure. and therefore uh, they feel the pain uh, and they are always with us when we demonstrate yeah uh, so uh, a portion of them are from Eritrea actually right. wow yeah, yeah man yeah. wow i mean super moved really am and actually this is a serious serious subject yeah. um so we'll be for sure to be spreading this all over our social medias and stuff yeah. like that thank um, you very for much for sure yeah that would be a great help for yeah. the people of the ground yeah yeah thank you um yeah. yeah thank you for your time thank you yeah for taking time here thank you for putting on this demonstration thank as well and keeping people informed thank you. and it was great to speak with you cool well what a story and yeah. we are so moved um Honestly. by that yeah what a yeah. Wow, yeah. Thank you so much for, for his time. I know he's going to be checking this episode out. Um, yeah. We need to do something about this, yeah. don't we? And I think we really should just press into this role. Like, Honestly, I have never heard about this in mm. before. And I know he said it, he mentioned it's been on the news, but clearly not that publicized, I really. I haven't been paying really. attention, you know, yeah, or it or hasn't been true. shown to us as something that needs that much attention. Yeah, um, and, and this is serious. Yeah. yeah, and I always know, like, and I say this all the time, like how many wars are going on in the world right now that we don't know about? Yeah. But even at that, that feels almost far removed, you know? It's yeah. like at an at a arm's length. But there is so much happening around our world right now. And when you hear someone in a personal story, yeah. that's when it really gets you. This is why we love to have these hard conversations and hear people's yes. stories. Yeah. Because what really, like you can't argue with somebody's story. Yeah. Um, and just hearing how heartfelt that is and how for him, again, to have his family there mm. and to not have any contact. Yeah. Because there is no communication. There's no internet. There's no electricity. Like... Yeah. It is hard for my mind to wrap like around that. Yeah. But hearing that and seeing it, you know, in his face, like like when we hear stories like this or we see things on the news like this, this is what we should be thinking, you know? Yeah. Okay, who is that one person affected mm -hmm. by this? Yeah. You know, millions might be affected, but what is that one person that can't reach their family, you yeah. know? Um, and these yeah. are like the hard conversations that we need to be having. Yeah. Like we need to be involved in and understanding what is going on around us. I, yeah. I feel like this is such a prime example of like, you know, it's been on the news, it's been shared, but here we are sat, nothing's nothing's changed, you know? Nothing's I, I, changed. I feel like by having these conversations more often and hearing these kind of stories and sharing it, it's a simple share on Instagram or it's yeah. a simple share with friends and, you know, yeah. that, 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 that that's how this gets spread around and that's exactly. how change can hopefully come. And more on than that, you know, then, okay, actually contacting your, like, local MP or your parliament or whatever it might be, yeah. and it's taking that extra step that, Honestly, sometimes for us, it was like, oh, like, okay, I have to find that, you know, or yeah, yeah. it might take an afternoon to figure out who to send this to to write a letter. Yeah. But, like, Man. we are such creatures of, of convenience. Yes. But can we, like, give an afternoon, you know, to, yeah. to do some research and to find the person yeah. that we're supposed to be contacting? And just saying this off the cuff here, but we for sure, as the Anchor of the Week, will be trying to do something about this or messaging yeah. or emailing or writing a letter to yeah. whoever we need to. Because yeah. um, we actually, now it's come, become personal, you know? Well, honestly, I think, yeah. I think now we, we're a little bit more empathetic and a little bit more understanding of, yeah. okay, this needs to change and this is something that yeah. we, we can have a role in. Like, even though it's so small, if you think about the amount of people who can take a yeah. step in this, it adds up. And the fact of the matter is, is that once you know, maybe you don't do anything about it, but you will never not know it again, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. I think that is a very loose William Wilberforce uh quote i think but you can never say that you never knew and like we have that responsibility yeah. you know once we find out about things like this okay we do have a certain responsibility we might yeah. not choose to take action but we've been told and so what do we do about that yeah you know and i think like that's key what you just said is like once we know about it okay 
like because in our minds it's like well we're not involved in it and yeah. we can't actually physically do much about this so th- there is no responsibility for us to take on but I do yeah. feel I feel really strongly when you know it and you know something's going on okay you are responsible now <laughs> exactly. to, 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 to what you can do at least you know exactly and that might look different for everyone or it might be different for everyone or yeah. even just praying for it you know what I mean honestly like, I, as simple as that I think it can go, yeah. go just, just that far so yeah. we for sure will be praying for, for this um, yeah but yeah, if you guys, we really encourage you just to share this episode, yeah. um, just because it really just brings to light a personal perspective. Um, share it, whatever, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, save it, share it. Yeah. Show your friends, family, because um, change needs to happen. Exactly, exactly. And let's start paying more attention to what's going on in the world. Yeah. You know, and not just receiving whatever the news deems worthy enough to show us. Yeah. I think that's also a big key. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for tuning into this episode. Yep. We hope that it has impacted you as much as it is as it has impacted there we us. Go. Yep. Sorry, I got it got out there. In the end, yeah. Um, but yeah, until next week, you can find us um, on all podcast platforms at the Anchor of the Week on Instagram, on TikTok, on yep. YouTube. Yeah. You name it, we are there. Make sure you share it. Let's get this the truth out, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Right. So thank you again for joining yep. us at the Anchor of the Week, where we attack topics, not people, and mm. we will see you so soon.